This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? We ain't hearing nothing from you right now, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A and E. And join me is my co-host, the man, the myth, the reality, the revolutionary. Freshman flow. What's going on, everybody? We are here. Yep, and the greatest catch late sketch. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Uh, first off, thank everybody for coming back here. Uh, Q for me. How was that party last night that you was at? Um. Wait, I was at a party. Yeah. You about the concert? No, I ain't talking about the concert. I'm talking about the one that was at Jay Uso house. Oh, oh, <laughs> the return home. <laughs> Welcome home party. You know what I'm saying? You see that fresh line up there, boy? You got me too. Listen, man, you know they had me in the studio, had the ghost right. We didn't really want to change the song, so we just took a different creative lane, and I just said, you know what? It's just you. And he said, it's just me. Go back to the song. It's just me. <laughs> I said, man, I, I know I did, I couldn't see Q, but I felt his arms going up and down when Uso was coming. I said, man, he got he got all of them waving in Pittsburgh. The realest in the room, man. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I know. Because you know, I didn't have to say anything. Q already put in the chat. He was, you know, words I'm not going to repeat. But you know what I'm saying. Oh, my God. I said, What? Yep, uh, Jay Uso's back after two weeks. <laughs> so he quit temporarily. Yeah, he quit. That's he, he said. Yo, and his wife was just like, "You gonna make some money, right?" I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, welcome back to the No Gimmicks City Wrestling Podcast. We got things to talk about. I want to automatically apologize for to those out there. Uh. For a couple things. Number one, I have not been keeping up with the AEW pay-per-views. And for one of those reasons is, one, that all I really want to see all in. But it, it came on a day where I was working, and it was in London. So it was at one. And I could not, and I couldn't have the chance to order it and do what I needed to do. I had to pick money first. I had no money to really order it, to be honest with you. And uh, by the time of recording, this all out's happening, and I wasn't able to do that either because I thought they was going to come out with a package deal. And Tony Khan said, "Nah, you buy both back to back fifty fifty uh, dollar pay per views a week apart." So it was hard for me to catch up with that, and it was also hard for me to uh, get reviews. And like I said, this is not on streaming like the WWE shows are. And you know, which bugs me out I can't just sit there and buy two back to back pay per views right now, not the way my life is set up. So, I know y'all been asking for those reviews, and I apologize about that. But I do appreciate you guys checking out my shorts, though. I, I am getting new at that, and getting pretty good at that. And y'all have been 
really enjoying those. I appreciate y'all doing that. I am going to put some some up that you're talking about what we're going to talk about in the podcast today in short form, and then when you hear, you got to listen to it on the long form. So, uh, by the way, thank y'all. I don't know if y'all seen them, but if y'all liked them, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm talking to y'all like my co-hosts. Oh, I thought you were talking about oh, oh, the, the folks. <laughs> talking to the people. <laughs> so, now, now I'm talking about y'all. I, uh, so, have y'all seen any of them yet? Your shorts? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of them. Okay. I saw the Bray Wyatt one. Yeah. No, I, I, cause my my payback predictions that joint got a about twenty. Last time I checked was what twenty one k. No, no, stop, stop, stop saying that. Twenty one hundred. Okay. Yeah, I know. So I be, I be going two k. Oh well, that sounds weird. Yeah, don't it? But I'm like, hey, you know what? I I've been appreciate. I'm sorry. I'm starting to get the the formula of it down. Look at you get into the swing of things, old mm. man. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to. I'm not getting the TikTok, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Hell no. At this point, for what? You no, know, I'm just saying. I just, I just keep putting, putting the shorts on here. So, but uh, and I know you know TikToks are happening. Everybody just bring their TikTok videos on the YouTube. So, I'm gonna sit here and just try it on this platform. So, yeah. But make sure you guys keep checking out the the No Gimmicks Either Wrestling podcast and supporting us. And I appreciate that and supporting the channel. Make sure you check out the Nerdgasm Talk podcast as well. And make sure you guys check out. Turntables, hip hop, turntables, hip hop culture, and beyond. Where hip hop, your hip hop fifty episode is still being downloaded. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, make sure you, you know y'all tune in for uh, hip hop fifty, and then check out Drunk Dog Sober Tongues. And also, my main man Prime is not here right now, but make sure he, he's very busy. But make sure you guys check out him and Lee Boy TV's Prime Nostalgia Podcast. I know they, they said he was recording one. Not sure if they're allowed to, but he's going to do it anyway, he said. Oh. So, I don't know. Uh, we're going to see how that's going to take off, but make sure you guys check out the retro uh, shows as well until you get things back up. Then we got my main man, Q-Flow, here. We're in the month of September, which means, you know, after Labor Day, we know how it is. Summer's over. Mm-hmm. Does not mean you can't find a new groove for yourself. Make sure you guys That's go check. Fact. You know, well, make well, sure you go out there and check out a new groove by my oh, main man. Hold on, no. Oh, hold on, no. Well, we I got, told we the got. people, y'all, y'all. I, I told the people, man. Y'all get me the 10k on Spotify monthly listeners. You know I'm saying I dropped something special for y'all. I didn't expect y'all to get me not only to 10k but like 10.2. Y'all, y'all, y'all really wanted. What I had to offer, so um, yeah, I got something coming in the works. Uh, just gotta get the artwork done, send it over to the people, and we good to go. New new song on the way though. All right. Burr, burr, burr. Insert air horns here. <laughs> you goddamn right, you flow. <laughs> you right, man. Make sure you, y'all heard them. Y'all heard them. News drop right here on on No Gimme City. If y'all hear. You got a new song coming out, but still go out there and make sure you get yourself a new groove because the summer may be over, but you can still get your groove in the fall. You got to get your groove on. I knew it was coming. I was waiting. I was like, I'm going to just let him go. Okay. okay. Yeah. So make sure, man, look, hey, y'all, Q been going around on his tour all summer waking him up. I'm trying, man. Waking him up. It's about to be wintertime. Now you got to keep him warm. Put the jacket on. Oh, right. my God. What are you talking about? Man, look, you already know. Put the jacket on, sir? Yeah, keep them warm. You just be making up stuff. That's, that's how hype men do it. Uh, brother, we about to, we in hoodie season coming up, man. 
I know. I about to say, look, Q already know every time I said, well, well, when you told me, told me back there in the green room when he was at his show, I was, I had, I had my Q flow hoodie on and everything. I'm like, bro, I'm just here to promote him. That's what it's about. <laughs> That's my job. Okay. Oh, man, also, don't you were, be speaking that hoodie season nonsense yo, into not, existence. I did not like that event so much. I forgot you were there, bro. I forgot Damn. everything about that event. I forgot everything about that event, bro. Really? I did not like that event. Don't worry. It's all on camera. I don't think he wants to be reminded at oh, some point. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was heated, bro. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, we was there. So, yeah. But, um... We got some things to talk about first before we go deep into you know, this. A lot of things, you know, things that happened because over the weekend, like I said, it, first of all, it, this had to be one of the most Newsweek weeks in wrestling. Literally, it was a lot. It's a lot happening. I From, mean, as the wild part is, it seems like. It's not a lot, but a bunch of stuff coming from no, a few different w- things. Within the within two weeks. Okay. Terry Funk dies. Well, yes, we talked about that. Bray Wyatt dies. We talked about that. R.I.P. to mm-hmm. the All in. Bob is, Barker. And Bob, yeah, Bob Barker passes away. Mm-hmm. We are at the biggest AEW show in history. For eighty one thousand fans at all in, I, I like I said that's the show I really want to uh, order and see it live instead of going back and watching it. Then that uh, the week coming up, we have payback that we gotta talk about. Mm-hmm. The WWE show that, that happened. All out is being is is today as we are recording it's this happening right now, isn't it? Yes. And then on top of all of that, CM Punk finds a way to get his name mentioned. And Tony Khan finally said, I've had enough. And that, that, that's where we're going. CM Punk gets fired from AEW. Terminated. Mm-hmm. As a wrestler and an employee. Exactly. Which a lot of people didn't know that that, that was a thing. And we're going to get right on into that right now. And I, I'm going to start off by, by, by saying this. Because you hear this a lot on, online. It's the same thing. People are taking sides. Chicago already booed Tony Khan. But I'm going to say this right now. As somebody who is a fan of CM Punk, it had to happen. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. Sometimes you got to get a slice of humble pie. This had to happen, people out there listening. Okay. And don't worry. I've had some friends text me and talk about something. You know, it wasn't all his fault. I'm telling you something right now. It was a year ago to the day when Brawl Out happened. Can we not? Why would you call it Brawl Out? <laughs> it was Brawl a year out. ago, the, the, the Sunday before Labor Day, is when that whole Brawl Out incident happened when him and they still was back there biting the elite backstage and they was fighting. That's when that happened at Brawl Out. One. Exactly one year later, this man he had some some stuff going on in September that just be setting him off. Like, what's going on? We're gonna get into all of that. And now the next year, he gets fired for the reports of him really uh like choking out Jungle Boy, or excuse me, Jack Perry. And don't get me wrong, 
Jack Perry's hands ain't cleaning this. There, here's the there, thing. Uh, okay. I just want to say real fast. I have seen multiple accounts, and neither one of them come out looking great in the account. However, how many times do you have to have an incident with someone, multiple incidents with someone, and they are involved in all the incidents or all of the issues? <sighs> like, come on. So, here, here's what, uh, Ollie Wrestling and Tony Cobb put out this statement on Twitter or X. I don't know what we're calling it now. And we'll read what it says here. Statement from All Elite Wrestling and Tony Khan. All Elite Wrestling has terminated the wrestler and employee agreements between Philip Brooks and AEW with Claws. Effective immediately. The termination was confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO, General Manager, and Head of Creative of AEW. A lot of hats. The termination follows a week-long uh, internal investigation of an incident occurring backstage at AEW All-In London on Sunday, August 27th. Following the investigation, the AEW uh, Discipline Committee met and later uh, convened with outside legal uh, counsel. Uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me, I'll get all tongue-tied here. Before making a unanimous recommendation to Khan that CM Punk be terminated with claws, Khan offered the following statement. Phil played an important role within AEW and I thank him for his contribution. The termination of his AEW contracts with claws is ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share the news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans nevertheless i am making the decision in the best interest of the many amazing people who make aw possible every week our talent staff venue operators and many others whose efforts are unsung but essential to bringing our fans great shows on television and at arenas and stadiums throughout the world that was his statement that he made on twitter now, why, after you released that statement, did you have to come on TV and give us that Easter speech? Because Tony Khan said, I, I I am pretty sure Tony Khan felt as though that he owed it to us. Because he went right into the Lions' Den. He went on what they call a CM Punk show in Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild. And said, hey, this man is fired. And yes, did he get booze? He did, but, but, Tony Khan stayed in there, and you know, and by the end he was starting to he started to bring people on. He had the little pre-tape thing at the beginning of what he said because according to this, y'all, he got tired of y'all saying he had balls the size of mustard seeds because he wasn't doing nothing. He's like, y'all not finna get me out out of here, even though you still need to get control of your locker room, sir, but. I, I do agree with that, but but according to some of the reports I have seen of what was taking place in the back, because uh, Tony Khan, this happened in Gorilla, and Tony Khan saw all of it. Oh, uh, yeah, apparently yeah. it happened um, at, where he was he was standing there and they knocked over some monitors and he like jumped at Tony Khan and the whole thing, allegedly. 
Wembley Stadium has cameras everywhere. Mm. I need TMZ to get the get the footage so we can see it. TMZ is dirty enough to go out there and get the footage. Now, for those who who may not know about you know why this occurred, this particular incident occurred. Uh, there was an episode of what was it? Collision a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. where Jack Perry he, he was about to go on like a little week's vacation and he wanted to get written off, and there was a spot that he wanted to do using real glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, now remember that whole thesis and, and all of this I, t- I I read to y'all a couple months ago that you had to get permission to use certain things. Mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. told they told him you can't use real glass because usually. In wrestling, for people who don't know, they use sh- sugar glass. They don't use sugar glass. Yeah. Uh, so, which, I mean, I don't like the, the, the thought of using glass, period. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, why? Why? Oh, I, I thought you were going to ask some more. No, you, I, I don't. Like, I mean, this why. That was, that, was, that was the question. So, CM Punk. I guess because, you know, since Collision was like his show, he went to go to Jack Perry and tell him, hey, you, it's not a good idea to use real glass. Well, t- well, Jack Perry didn't like that. Okay, now that, now that caused the rift and caused the beef between them. Then, come all in on the pre-show, Jack Perry comes out with the limo, because part, you know, part of this gimmick, and him and Hook are battling on the limo, and he does a... Uh, rolling thunder like RVD to hook on the hood of the limo, and he looks into the camera and sees says, "Look, real glass, cry me a river." Mm-hmm. Then Hook proceeds to give a fisherman suplex on the windshield and, cra- and cracks the windshield. So, apparently, now that was the last pre-show match before the opening matchup. All this for a pre-show? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So when he goes to the back, apparently he bumps into CM Punk, and CM Punk says, "So you got a problem with me?" Because it's on camera. He said that, and Jack Perry didn't back down from it. And that's when the altercation apparently happened. And now, depending on who you talk to, but right now all the reports are saying that CM Punk is the initiator of this fight. See, at first I saw things that were saying that Jack Perry was was the instigator like that he came up to him uh-huh. but i just i can't see why that would not that i can't see it makes more sense that cm punk would come up to him and say like what's your problem kind of thing yeah i don't i don't know uh there uh with tony Khan being right in the gorilla there like i said there is reports of him joking jack perry and then uh, knocking over monitors and even lunging at Tony Khan, cursing him out and saying some things to him to the point where he didn't even want to go on. And Samoa Joe had to talk to him because he, he was opening with Samoa Joe because this is the biggest crowd Samoa Joe's ever probably wrestling in front of. Mm-hmm. And he did not get any chance to do, to, do, to do that at these WrestleManias because they had him in fucking commentary. And he's been injury prone. So uh, he deserves to have his moment. Mm-hmm. And he ain't gonna be doing because some asshole don't want to go out there wrestle because he, you know, he he he's pissing the fit. And the elite was prepared to take on that role, 
and do that, but they didn't uh, go out there and do it. They end up mending things. Cooler his prevailed basically, and then some. CM, CM Punk and Samoa Joe went out there and had their match at the opening of the show. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that that would be the end of CM Punk, as you know it. Now, before I go deeper into this, because I feel like I, I, I've just been talking here, I, I want to get y'all thoughts. Q Flow, I'll start with you when it comes to to, to your thoughts about this basic situation. Before I go into like the very disappointing AEW run of CM Punk. Well, he is. I mean, honestly, it's about time. Like, you can't keep, like, cause, like, even if you're not, even if the reason is because somebody started with you, you have to take that high road, bro. Like, you can't keep trying to run fades with everybody backstage. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, you know, reports saying, like, during that, that fight with Jack Perry, a monitor fell on Tony. And everybody's wondering why he's saying, like, I was scared for my life. If I got hit with a speaker, I'd be scared for my life, too. Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, but, um... Or even if it was a pencil. That, too. Like, everybody want to compare it with, like, Vince was like, man, Vince was getting smacked around and all that. Like, bro, uh, being assaulted by your employees is not the flex y'all think it is, bro. You you can't be doing, like, you can't be causing all this and thinking you're going to get away with it, bro. And you was on, like, strike five. If my count is correct, like if my count was correct, you want to strike five and you throwing all like you having all these like all these temper tantrums and stuff, bro. Like, I don't know. It's dumb, man. People saying like, oh, all, all, uh, punk never started it. But like he didn't have to finish it the way he did. Like, and that's the problem is the way he chose to finish it. Like everything don't require a fight. If it's just words, then it's words. Have a shouting match. It don't got to be a fade. That's the problem. Like, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal if it was just a shouting match. But y'all running full-fledged fades back there and expect nothing to happen. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. No, you, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, Lee Sketch, do you have an opinion? Um, uh, no, I just agree. You can't be instigating and starting shit and then expect... But see, you know what? Let me back up a little bit. Maybe you can expect that you're just going to keep your job because Tony Khan got the the uh, all the workers <laughs> running this company for real, for real. It feels, it just feels very much like, you know, when you have a class and your teacher don't come in mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right, y'all, if we, if we be quiet enough then maybe he won't come in here and say nothing. It's kind of what it feels like. Like, this is just a teacherless class, and everybody just back to doing whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, everybody keeps saying, oh, they need a locker room leader, and things are just out of control. I'm not sure if anything like that would have helped uh, in the CM Punk situation, because he, he just seemed like he, he want to do what he want to do, regardless of where he's at. Cause it was, it's it's gonna be like that here. It will be like that if he uh, were to end up back in WWE. He just wanna do what he wanna do, and sometimes that means that you wanna you gotta suffer the consequences of your actions. Now I did see some people saying they thought maybe Jay Perry should also be fired, but I'm 
curious to know if there were stipulations when he was brought back and this whole show was created and they wanted to make him basically the face of it. Was it going to be like, oh, well, you can't be back here with shenanigans. And if you cause another incident, we're going to fire you. I want to understand from the people personally why they think that Jack Perry should be fired. I don't know. It's just I've just also seen that commentary. Nobody's really getting deep into it. They're just like, oh, he didn't do it himself. He just crying, man. I just, I also, but again, another analogy. If you fighting your your little brother, and you keep fighting younger siblings, and your parents come out and start fussing and say you're the oldest. Why are you doing this? You know better. Why are you back here picking fights with people? And then not expecting anything to happen to you when you, a veteran who knows better, keeps getting into incidents, Mm -hmm. big or small. I mean, it's just... That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, you too old, bro. Chill out. Yeah, CM Punk is 45 years old. And honestly, they're two adults. It really shouldn't make a difference of the age difference. But in an environment where there is obviously um, there is a dynamic of veterans and folks who are new to this business or do not know as much or people who have been around a lot longer in a place where the power dynamics can be uh, crazy testosterone all over the place like get it together bro CM Punk John Moxley said this in a promo after he lost his championship uh, to CM Punk I forgot what preview it was and he said please enjoy CM Punk while you can (laughs) fragile mind fragile mind fragile ego fragile body Jesus. And that's wild. Or uh uh oh that that's paraphrase. That's not that's not verbatim of what he said. He said something along those lines. Which you know is come back to raise ugly head. CM Punk I think had, I did see somebody put that in like a little quote thing. Yeah. CM Punk has uh uh what is it it's not a hairline temper, it's uh, uh uh it's something that you know just a very hair trigger? Hair yeah, it's just the slightest things tick him off. Mm-hmm. He has ego issues, he has anger issues, and he has trust issues. Mm. Everybody's out to get CM Punk. He can't that, never. He always. He can't it. trust certain people. When it came to Collision, because like he got some EP power on Collision also, mm-hmm. and when he turned Christopher Daniels away, who by the way is part is your head of talent relations, because. He's friends with the elite. That's a problem. Yeah. That you can't. That's a problem. You you can't do that. You can't. You can't handle situations like this. And CM Punk. Yes, the CM Punk move merch. And by the time even CM Punk got fired by AEW, he is still the the, the top merch seller in that company. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not taking away anything that what CM Punk has brought to the table. But once again, CM Punk. Ever since coming back, and all, and then we, we he got the title, and then he takes his little dive off the stage and breaks his foot. Mm-hmm. Comes back, has an awesome rivalry with MJF, but then when he starts getting into 
uh, that match he had with, with with Hangman Page and that whole drama between him and Hangman when he took offense about what Hangman said, I don't listen to the veterans. Mm-hmm. About, about he extremely personal. When you probably got people right there like Sting, be like, all right, well, that's on him. Yeah, listen, sometimes it, you got to let folks learn on their own. You want to fall that, on your face? Fall on your face, bro. And he, and then all of a sudden, it he he goes and he takes his shots at Hangman, and when he when he finally returned from having that broken foot and came back out with with, with the championship or, or won the championship again, and he goes out that got nothing to do with anything. Goes out and just straight castrates Hangman Page for no apparent reason. I'm not even talking about the most recent one that happened at, when, when, when Collision went off air. I'm talking about that. He just comes at him. They're not built for a storyline. That storyline is over. And he just, he just, just, just comes at them. Then we had the whole then we had the whole brawl out thing where he sees homeboy in the in the audience who thinks it's Coca Banner's friend. He's like, we ain't been friends in years. And he's like, oh, because he came in there with an agenda because he's pissed off about something mm-hmm. because CM Punk knows he's getting old. Mm-hmm. Because... He sat there and he he won the championship and then tore his bicep. He had broke his foot. The man's in his forties, and CM Punk is not CM Punk of old. We all get older, mm-hmm. and he wanted to pick a fight. And when that fight didn't go the way he planned it, he said, "I'm going to do this shit anyway." And then to start going off in front of your boss, in front of your boss, and then cause and get caught. Basically invited the elite to come back to just so you could take a swing at him. And once again, I'm not saying the elite's hands are clean in this neither. Everybody but, has a part to play in this, but usually if there's a common denominator, yes, you should probably eliminate the common denominator. And it's, he is the constant problem with, with what we should have been talking about is how successful AEW was. They only be around four, uh, they only be around for four years. That they actually was able to put eighty one thousand people in in a stadium, where they have not done that before. And but all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he comes in here now, and it's all about him. Yeah, I don't. I just want to say I don't think that I'm not sure he can be in a situation where he's not the focal point for real. I'm I'm wondering that from like. Honestly, I also saw something that I thought was interesting, and I was like, could have absolutely nothing to do with it. And somebody was like, I wonder if this has anything to do with why Cody left. Because remember when we doing his documentary? He said something personal. He said it was something, it wasn't the, um, what did he say? It wasn't the employees or something like that. But a lot of people were speculating that they're wondering if he saw the writing on the wall with the way things were going backstage and how you just letting the students run the classroom. Mm-hmm. That all of this was going to come to a head at some point. It's a possibility. And I was just like... Because I think CM Punk exploded on Cody for because I think Cody was... Uh, when he was trying to back in 2019, I believe it was, or mm-hmm. uh, when he was trying to get people trying to get people into the company, and he was texting CM Punk's like figures, and CM Punk got mad because he like discussing figures over text messages. And so like that, and like I said, the, the man is easily he calls the, everybody soft, but yeah, he's the softest he guy definitely. that's back there. 
I just, I, and I know that's like, that has nothing to do with this, but I thought it was interesting. Cause I'm like, man, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of times where it's like you see like this the writing's on the wall some some shit is about to go bad everything about to go sideways let me get out of here mm-hmm. but I don't know I just feel like I'm wondering if he has just been going through life all this time and has not been held accountable enough because you don't get to be this big age and acting like this. Well, I think it could. I think part of it could be his ego. Well, yes, but I'm just like, are you? Because see, how many times how you have an ego this big, and you around other people who also have big egos, and but nobody is humbling you, nobody is telling you to chill out, nobody nobody is making you suffer the consequences for your actions for real. I have a question. Oh, what's up, Prime? Yeah. So, do you think he was already upset about what happened the week during the weekend? Well, you say upset, upset about what? You didn't hear about what they did to him. Uh, can you please re- refresh my memory? So, when he got to 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 London, he didn't have no car waiting for him or nothing, and he had to buy oh, his own train thing. ticket. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That happened to me. I'm going home. I'm not even performing, but you know, not if it's a 16 hour flight across some water. Like I said, I'm going home. But here's my my thing, though. You're a grown man. Did Jack was Jack Perry supposed to book your your car? No, I think I'm. I'm saying I think he would. He probably could have been mad at anything. The slightest little, you know, some people do. I mean, you say one little small thing. All right, now we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go because I'm upset and I want to bully some. I want to, I'm gonna take it out on somebody. Yeah, I mean, and he ain't taking it out on Joe. So, no, I, I do think that what you said is a possibility. I do think that it could have been something that was boiling up. But once again, even with things boiling up, even with things not going the way you want to go. CM Punk has been on thin ice since last year. To be 100% truthful, whether we want you to not, CM Punk should have got fired last year. Yeah, a lot of people were saying he should have got fired after that whole incident. After after you you castrated your boss, and this is on television, Mm -hmm. in that press conference, when you just disrespected him, disrespected his position, and then just basically called out the whole company uh, whether we agree with him being EPs or not, you mm-hmm. put that there and you did all that shit, then you go back and then you start they already investigators, you start the fight and you're both biting people back there, A still. And, and you're back there starting to the fight with the elite because you're angry. No matter what position, no matter what job, all the jobs that we got right now of all of us is on this podcast right now. There's no, there's consequences for just getting them. And take it for somebody who has anger problems, who used to have them extremely bad. You can't just get up and do that. No. And with him being on thin ice since then, because it was a when I mean, is it possible that TNT gave Tony Khan that money 
and for them to have collision because they want to see a punk to be on that show. That was sure. the, that was what I was seeing um, circulating. They yeah. started. They wanted another show, but they wanted CM Punk as the face kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. But if they're detrimental to your brand, then let it go. Exactly. But if if that's the case, Five and CM Punk should already had known that he needed to be a, his best his best behavior. All them random shots. Because, see, he's taking these shots right now because the elite don't want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that, see, from somebody, like I said, I can't, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not seeing Punk personally. Oh, yeah, he's probably mad at that, too. Yeah. That, he he supposed to have a, they were supposed to have, like, a meeting to dissolve, to dissolve the stuff. And, like, yeah. it got canceled, like, the day of or something like that. Elite did not want to talk to him. Kenny uh, and the Young Bucks don't want to talk to him. There's nothing to talk about. But no, but see, now see, this is why I think all this stuff boils from, and he, he bring it out the wrong way. CM Punk's probably looking at it like this. This McMahon, right, mm-hmm. despite how we feel about this McMahon, if you want to sit down and have a talk about it, alright, power, we come to talk, we're going we gonna to do this. And if you don't want to talk, then we got a problem. Now, as superstars, Kenny Omega and the Elite don't have to talk to CM Punk. As EVPs? As executives. But that's a problem. I think that's yeah. that's another issue backstage with your leadership and everything being in disarray. If it's true that they are EVPs in name only, they have no say-so in this. I guarantee you when they had this meeting of the discipline board, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega were probably not in the room. No, I, I agree with you on that one. So it's just like, <laughs> but also let's not pretend like if you embarrass your boss, there won't be consequences, Titus O'Neil. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you, but you embarrassed Vince McMahon. But that's what I'm saying. You yeah. embarrassed Tony Khan. He Is embarrassed that- Tony Khan last year yeah. in yeah. public. So if that man had said back then, well, fuck him. He would have been well within his right. He he would have been well. First of all, I, I think Tony Khan had more of a. I mean, he showed a spine now, I guess. But he, right now, he he his back is pushed up against the wall, so somebody has to yeah has to finally attack. He got to fight his way out the corner. Exactly, <laughs> but no, you you gotta know that we we're not gonna tolerate this. And he he probably was like, okay, well, see if I could have came to Tony Khan and be like, hey, because now that now we find out more stuff, it looked like see if was EVP also. So you mean in the, you mean or he was an EVP or he was an EP on that show, on Collision at least. No, okay, so he was an executive producer on Collision. Collision, yeah, that's a different thing. Okay, yeah, but still, even still, some position of power. Mm-hmm. That's not just a risk because yeah, if I'm from an employee also, because he, he even made the statement about I'm trying to run a business here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when he, when he gets ego like that, I'm pretty sure. See, if I look like that, the overall boss, Tony Khan, needs to be able to let me sit down with the elite and explain my side. Mm-hmm. And he is probably looking at them like, oh, why the hell haven't I talked to them yet? But also, yeah. if you have not shown me that you have made any strides, why would I put y'all in a room together again? Especially uh-huh. if the rumors of how everything happened last year was true, that he provoked this, and everybody else is is a reaction to what they 
It's based, it was a mess, okay? But allegedly, he started it. If you still walking around with this chip on your shoulder and snapping at people and being rude to people or picking fights with people, why would I want to put you in a room so we can have this this happen all over again? Because I'm pissed you bring security with you. I ain't talking about the, I ain't talking about you know the performance center security. I'm talking Me about you. Real security. You you, you not bring the people who be on AEW dark. <laughs> as a boss, exactly. As a boss, you said this is this this means going is going to take place. Bing 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 on this day. Mm-hmm. Show up on this day. Mm-hmm. You can bring security there, cause like we're gonna have we're not gonna have nobody that's gonna be. Fucked over or anything like this, we going to slash it out. And after you at least had the meeting, you ain't got never talk to him ever again. True. He ain't got kid ain't got to say shit to CM Punk. They do not have to work. They do not have to make business, as he said the rest of the business. Because you know, you, you, like like the Matt Hardy and Edge thing, they took a real situation and turned it to a wrestling angle. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But you, if you want to take that position, whether it's a name only or not. To hear that man out. That man didn't get heard out, and he felt he probably felt as though that everybody's against me now. So everybody's all about the elite. Well, I'm gonna make I'm gonna pick people that put on collision that's not for the elite, and anybody who's with the elite can get out of collision. Christopher Daniels. Bro, but you not. It's okay. This is my issue. Yeah. Again, that's not smart business. It's it's not good business at all. I'm just saying that's part, none of this is smart business. It isn't. And, I, and I'm saying, as I'm saying, Tony Khan is the biggest to blame at this, also. Absolutely. But when you start, when you do that, and he, and then all of a sudden, when when you're, you're not getting an answer, then randomly off collision, where you're trying to build a storyline between you and CM Punk, I mean, you and Samoa Joe, you randomly take the microphone, start coming at Hangman Page. Why? Bro, are you okay? It's unnecessary because Go talk to someone because you're, you're trying to you're trying to piss somebody off so somebody can talk to you in some form or fashion. So here's my thing, right? Is yeah. it? I'm genuinely curious now. Is this more of a, one of those? But I want closure things, or are you upset because somebody is not your friend, or because they don't like you? Like I'm, I'm genuinely I think it's all the above. curious because what's the problem? If what, if them, uh, if they, if them uh, not talking to you is not affecting your job, besides the internal issues you seem to be having with it, what's up? I'm, I, I'm. That's a genuine question. I, I, I think this is kind of like a Booker T TNA thing without the ego. I mean, without the without the attitude. Mm. Uh, what I mean by that is, I think Prime knows about this too. Booker T. When he got a TNA, he, he I'm just be honest with you, he was he looked down at everybody because he feels like he's bigger than anybody. Yeah, there. Well, yeah, you know, not yeah, like you should feel that way, yeah. but I could see that. I felt I feel as though that he comes to AEW, he feels like I am CM Punk, I'm moving numbers, I am bigger than everybody that's here in AEW. Y'all are a small wrestling organization that just got started, and you got some people that got names over in the Indies. I mean, which CM Punk knows about anyway because he's he's been part of them also. But he's the biggest name there. So in other words, he feels as though that uh, you know, even though you do have people like I don't know Sting that's there, and you have people that should be, be, be before his knee went like out, Jake Jericho Roberts, and you know, and Jericho and all, and all those kind of people that, that that's been doing this longer than you have, also, sir. So, but I feel as though he feels as though that you know Kenny and and the Young Bucks, how 
dare they? Y'all should be kissing my feet. Kind yeah, of how dare they not want to talk to me? I mean, that's crazy, but y'all finna be one unemployed ass household. Y'all got room to talk because don't neither one of y'all have jobs right now. AJ is not with women in wrestling no more. No, but she and, be, she, and, she, she be doing a heel show. But she's not on. She's not on that anymore. You just got fired from AEW. I mean, is it more important that you come in here and have a dick measuring contest, or you pay your bills? And I'm not saying they they broke or anything like that. Mm. But like, oh. I'm not saying this. CM Punk out. They they be okay. It's about, just like I'm about the, to say the whole thing about CM Punk is even when y'all see back in WWE. He, he he saves money. He's saving money, and yeah. that's fine. But are were you? It 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 begs the question: Are you here because you actually like doing this? Because it don't seem like it. Or are you here because you like maybe I just have something to do or make me a little money, do whatever. I get out the house because at this point you just it's giving very much get off my lawn, on real man energy. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really want to be here? Why would you? Because there are plenty of us who hate our jobs. But if you don't have to, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stay here. Yeah. And pick fights with people and come to work miserable every day if I don't have to. So, Prime, mm-hmm. since you just came on, do you agree with the CM Punk fire, or do you think there was this? And, you know, yeah, no, nah, I think he should be fired. And, and I, I know you probably was on online seeing the shit about Jack Perry being fired. Do you agree with that? Because I, I, I told him on the Mac off the back, there's no way Jack Perry need to be fired. Nah, I don't think Jack Perry need to be fired. Nah, Jack Perry, but like Jack Perry gave him a little shot, and then Punk got mad up with a little, a little shot about glass. I'm like, first of all, if oh, he want to sure. use real glass. If you want to use real glass and, and, and hurt himself, why is that your concern? Because it's on his show. Well, why are you getting into a fight? Oh, wow. You want to use real glass and hurt yourself? Okay, so, like, I, I told you to use fake glass. You want to use real glass? That's fine. All right, that's... You're going to have to learn you, you're the one that's doing it. Yeah, you, you're the one that's doing it. I don't care anymore. All I can do is, is, is tell you once, but for him to get mad and actually want to be in a fight, it's like, you just... It has to be something more that you just you just want to just be mad to be mad. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't just keep running fades all the time, bro. Yeah. Uh oh, who just lost? Orange Cassidy. I saw that. Well, I knew that. I knew that was coming. That that, that, that right is on the wall. That man got his ass beat the other day. So that man, uh, that man had a title. That man had like 30, 40 title defenses. He he knows time is up. (laughs) That clock stroke zero. Uh. But no, 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 I think I, I think Punk is just like Punk. One of them people were like the wrestler Punk is is good, but the person is like obviously has issues, and it's like you know I'm it's like I'm Punk, so like not not bow my feet, but like yeah, I'm Punk, like you know, like yeah, I'm no. here, I'm responsible for a lot of y'all careers, and then when they say I don't want advice or I don't. Whatever that rubs him the slightest wrong way, then he got to feel like, all right, I, I got to teach you a lesson. Like, uh, some, some, somewhat of old wrestling mentality, a little bit. Yeah. 
I, 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 I really feel as though, and I agree with you, with Q was saying you can't just run up on people like that. I think, honestly, it has to, uh, all to do with the elite. I think all this anger, it, I don't think CM Punk has ever been shut, shut out like this before. Even when Vince was pissed at CM Punk. Because Vince does not like CM Punk. I mean, it's Vince, not like a lot of people back in, in the backstage that we no, no, don't like no, no, CM no. Punk. There's, there's two people. Now, Vince don't like a lot of people, but, you know, some people have come back. And, like, Bruno San Martino and Ultimate Warrior. Like, people have come. Bret Hart. Scott uh, Steiner came back. I never thought that would have happened. Exactly. They've all come back, right? But there's two people that Vince, like, hates with group. Guttural voice, like if 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 they're on fire, he won't even piss on them. Just put them out, and that is Alberto Del Dipshit and CM Punk. That's not how I thought you was going to say it. I uh, completely thought he was just a non-factor. I have not heard or thought uh, about him in a solid two years. Yeah, he hates Alberto Del Rio and CM Punk. And if there's two people that's not coming back to his company now, once again, when it never happens, that's a different story. But under Vince, they not coming back. It don't matter what your wish do, how many hugs and kisses that, kiss that happens. And there may be a part of CM Punk that actually wants to come back to WWE. He was backstage a couple months ago trying to talk too much about something. Too much like, hey, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> he like, yeah. uh, I can't help you. I he, ain't got the juice. He said, it was going to say goodbye, but like, you got to get the fuck out of here because Vince said, get out. <laughs> when Vince heard it, Vince said, this, get him out. Out. He ain't boy. That's he don't crazy. like him. He said, get he him out. He was like, he, he back there, he like, hat hair, you know, just, just, just being nice. And he said, what's our choice about something? I don't know what it is. And he said, not a chance. It, if they, Is there a chance to see a punk come back to WWE when the Endeavor deal is done this month? Hell no. I'm going to say hell no. Because Vince, Vince, is not, Vince got the juice. I'm going to say there's a slight chance, a but chance. it's not going to be like a. I, I don't think it's gonna be like a. Uh, I think it's gonna be like a. Um, you know, like when he brings them people back and they just do the, the marquee things, like Brock. I think it'll be like that if he does. I mean, like it's, it's possible, but like I said, it ain't a- after this incident. I don't think so. I mean, but it's it's it's, it's different. I think not even Vince know how to keep it together, but like that, they know how to handle those situations better. It, it first of all, it's been down, but once again, they. He don't got that many friends in that locker room because Seth Rollins don't like him. Kevin Owens mm-hmm. has issues with him. Uh, uh, Triple H has issues with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Vince hates CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Like you're on, a, you're automatically. We like you said, we don't even know why Cody left. You're automatically coming back there. Now, granted, is there more discipline? We know who the warrant is. Mm-hmm. Yes, even when Vince wasn't there, we know who the boss is, or we know who the top motherfucker in WWE is. And they have no problem hurting our or your feelings to get their point across. The end. That is not like that in AEW. And see if I know we can get away with it in AEW. You know we can't get away with in WWE. There's a slight possibility like if Endeavor says, "Hey, you know what? I think I want to bring back CM Punk." Vince can say, "Fuck no," but guess what? He don't own them no more. But they put him in charge though. They want him in charge. He yeah. was the whole the whole. He's reason. not in charge. Of, he's not in charge of who they signed. Though. He's not. But I, so, I do believe that he would have influence. Yeah, he'll, he'll, that if he said, "Look, 
I don't think it's a good business move. To <laughs> sign, like that, whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> you know what? I'm just. Uh huh. I don't think you should do that. I'm sure that'll make its way down the chain. I just, I don't know if I see him coming back. And if he does, if by the slightest chance he does, I think Prime is right that it would be for marquee type events. You're not coming back week to week. Because honestly, that's where issues, that's seemingly how issues start. When you hear week to week and you got to co-mingle with all these people and now you upset because... Somebody moved your bag from chair A to chair B. Now we got to fight. I'm not doing all of that with you, bro. Come here, do your match, and leave. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Because as of right now, between WWE and, and AEW, they own everything. You can't say I'm going to Ring of Honor because Tony Khan owns that. Exactly. You know, WWE is a big shit town. He's not going to Impact. But I said he ain't going to the Impact Zone. So. And Impact don't want him either. Just go ahead. First of all, Impact is surviving i don't know how and no it's it's really like twinkies and roaches and i'm not sure how they're still and here. if cm punk comes that that show is going to combust and impact will be no more they want to stay alive i don't alive. know how like i don't know how he would do it but i i believe that because i i really how are y'all paying these people especially for this just uh for this impact 1000 they got a lot of people that own that i'm like bro how y'all what are y'all paying these people? Did, like, it, did it happen already or no? I don't think so. Oh, okay, yeah, cause it build enough for that show. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Impact is still saying live, but they, they don't. They don't want CM Punk there. CM Punk's not, his old ass is not going to going to Japan. No, no. And he and, if he and, he could have been with if he wanted to. So I don't think he's doing it because he would have been with it, Japan. Yeah, with like yeah, Omega and all them was doing. He would have been with it. So. And on top of all that, and, and, and New Japan be working with a deal with AEW also because they be doing for, for Forbidden Door. So if he, if if wrestling, if he still wants to kind of do some wrestling, there's nowhere else to go. No. Nowhere else to go unless you, if you want it that bad, and you gonna try to go back to WWE, and I don't, like I said, it's not even a guarantee they take you back. You gonna pull Joanna, man? That would be this. That would be. <laughs> I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You can edit that out if you want, but (laughs) can you imagine? I do think if any, if anything, though, like even though I know he's not gonna do indie shows, if he wanted to, he can just jack the price up as high as he wants, and they will pay it. So the the marks will 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 eat it up. So the. He could do that, but I, I doubt it. But he could still. Yeah, I mean, he can do that, but his ego won't let him do that. CM Punk, yes. Does he respect the indies? Does he? Ha- does he used to be an indie guy? Yes. Because you know he has he has always said that. But you know, CM Punk is bigger than all that now, and his ego is trying to show that he he, he feels like he's bigger than all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he. So was the- so was Eddie and Rey Mysterio when he wrestled them, but they still did it. No, but but I'm just saying, but. They're bigger, but I'm saying, but I, I think Eddie's more humble than CM Punk was. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, damn sure Ray. You know, it's like they don't, they, they don't forget where they, you know, they come from. Same thing I was just talking about with Booker T and TNA. Yes, Booker T was up there saying like I'm bigger than half these motherfuckers is in here. But however, when time came, he did try to teach. 
and did try to show because like I said he was in there with they did the whole main event mafia thing when they was like the biggest thing in TNA at the point everybody was kind of below them and he said and from what everybody was saying what AJ Styles was saying about Booker T and all that stuff there what he had brought to TNA to help them out it's like yeah you can have an ego he has he, it he went back to be a leader <laughs> yes never heard of you like, so from 2000 end of 2007 to 2011 yeah that was a nice little Booker T run from, 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 from uh, TNA so, it's unfortunate. I know them CM Punk fans are mad, but yo, y'all gotta say you gotta take accountability, and this, this is what it is. It sucks, but that's what it is. He he had to get fired. There's no ifs ands uh ifs ands or buts about it. Tony Khan had to do it, and get all Tony Khan's back about it. And like I said, buckle up because this shit ain't over. They, they keep putting claws in, in these things. CM Punk may sue. They may not want to pay him money. Don't, don't, don't. Somebody will get them, them uh, Wembley cameras. I mean, okay. Somebody will figure out to find, go find footage. What? What to find the footage? No, I'm saying he may sue for what? It. They made this fire him and, and not pay, pay, uh, no. What would have paid more the money no. that he's owed? Mm-mm. Let me tell you something. For somebody who is a top merch earner. Who is arguably making you money? He's a he's a draw. Yeah, I highly doubt that if they went through all the trouble to assemble the discipline board to see if he should have been fired, I bet money that they sent his this contract to legal to say is there cause to uh, fire him? Uh-huh. Is there something here in this contract that if we, if he was to take us to court, we can point out and say in section blase blase. Yeah, it says you cannot cause harm to or threaten or whatever that he has violated X amount of times. I highly doubt that they would have just fired him on a whim with nobody reviewing it. Honestly, Tony Khan has for that bullshit. Yeah, all the going to the car. If I was someone, I'm like, yeah, just here, just take, just take your money, just go. Like, just here's all the money you owe for this contract and, and leave. You could have just did that too. And they also could have paid him out of his contract. You never know. Yeah, However, like, just pay the rest of it. Like, here, I'm gonna just pay you the rest of this contract, and you can just get out of here. Yeah, here's your check. Peace. But I mean, it can really stick it to him. They fire him and like we keeping his money. But that no, nah, they can't. I don't think they can do that. Okay. If he breaks the contract, they can. Okay, so so we don't know. That's it. We don't the details know about the details that of his firing. If there was a thing that said we, if we terminate this contract early, you may get basically a severance package, maybe. Or if it's a thing that says if you cause us to con- terminate this contract early, you get paid what you got paid, and that's it. You got to get the fuck up out of here. We don't know the details, but legally, there's no way they're going to just fire this man and he's still actively under contract and nobody looked at it mm-hmm. yeah I, I i just think no one took like we all know tony Khan got the money i'm like it, for a problem like that i think he would just he would just pay just to get it out of his hair probably how you do a lot of other problems like here just just take it get out my quick like so i'm pretty sure tony Khan has yeah i'm pretty sure tony Khan has done that plenty of times just say all right here just take this and, 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 and get out of my life, you know, type of, type of things. Because he, he could do it. So, 
I think that's the type of situation that they're in with Paul right now. I mean, he'll be, but the, the man said he's fearing for his life, so he must really be trying to get the fuck out of Tony Khan, try to put he him to sleep. Nah, I don't that think picked up a TV. He picked up the whole monitor. Yeah, he probably picked up picked up a, a chair or something. But fearing for his life and getting hurt is two different things to me. But you know. I can, I'm gonna say, but I, it's a possibility that, like, like we want to go by reports. It could be like, like I said, if TMZ get 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 that video footage because like there's no cameras in the locker room at Wembley, but they do gotta make a roller position. And if if, mm-hmm. if 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 you just see like CM Punk like slap Jack Perry start choking him and Tony Khan try breaking up and he he like throw a mod at Tony Khan's head and I'm just like <laughs> that's crazy. That sounds yeah. that sounds so horrible. It do sound horrible. I would say, but but for 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 Tony Khan to say some shit like I was fearing for my life. I mean, it's giving dramatics, but yeah. I mean, of course, it gives dramatics, but the man, like I said, the man's a little rare. I think I think everybody on his pockets right now can whoop Tony Khan's ass. <laughs> I'm just being, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody on his podcast can, get, can at least get three good swings on Tony Khan and they it whoop his ass. I don't know about his daddy. I'm talking about I'm talking about Tony Khan himself. I'm just saying. Nah, so, what you say, Kifa? No, I'm saying honestly, like. Yeah, I mean, like, so, so, seeing Punk, who's way bigger than he is, and, you know, is, is a, you know, athlete, like, yeah, he gets his ass stopped out. He, Vince is freakishly insane. He just sits there and just works out and just, just, just chews admirations all day. That's all Vince do. So, it's like, if Bret Hart wanted Harlem Knights nice uppercut him, he could take that. Tony Khan can't take that. Yeah. That should be like a... When Brock came in the back and threw the belt at him? Yeah, he threw the belt at him, he was like, yeah. That was Tony Khan. He'd be like, probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> care from the Universal Championship getting thrown at your head. That's wild. Yeah. Like, my goodness. So, yeah. So, yeah. He, I'm sorry, y'all, but CM Punk had to go. And I think he's probably about to go for my intro also. So. <laughs> oh. Don't worry. I'm just going to fill it out with, with Prime's favorite quote of the year. So, what do you want to oh talk about? Oh my God! I'm about to say <laughs> on Cody Rhodes. Oh no! What do you want to talk about now? Yeah. Uh, so, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I thought you was gonna say. I thought you said the other quotas hypothetically. If I did this, what would happen? Yeah. Oh God! Cause I, I I know probably hate what Cody be like. So and now and now he be putting the cities in there now when he do it. So mm-hmm. Baltimore, Maryland. To, who do you, hey, the shit getting over. I don't think it's getting over. I think he just because he was doing it in uh in AEW, he can get booed every time he said. Now since it's get not getting booed, he like oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 he is relishing nah. this. It's only a matter of time because the only reason why he was doing it in AEW is because he knew you're supposed to be a heel, and he was like, I'm gonna be a face because I'm not trying to go heel because I got a daughter because that's black. <laughs> <laughs> That was his reason. You don't remember that? He didn't want to go here because he had a daughter that's half black. Because he had a daughter that was black. Yeah, you don't remember that reason? Yeah, that's right. Because remember, in 1961. Yes, he was like, look, I'm yeah. not going to go here because of my daughter. I'm like, that's... Yeah, right, that's though. trash. Because he was getting booed at the building and everywhere he went. So, it was like, all right. And then as soon as he left, everybody was like, we miss you, Cody. Uh-huh. Don't worry. He, he, he over there now. He's, he's over here now. I can do all the souls, which we'll talk about now. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of which, um, I, I, I know K- 
Q, you've been waiting for this one, but uh, Payback was yesterday. Oh, yeah. And on paper, I was just like, do you smell that? Oh, it smelled like a B show for real. It was a, it, on paper, it was like a really, really big B show. But now I have to say this, WWE has had a string of good pay-per-view, good to great pay-per-views this whole year. And I was like, well, how, will the streak continue? Will it not continue? What's going on with that? And then I have to say, overall, I thought Payback was a good show. I actually went back and watched some more of it today. I thought Payback was a really good show. And I actually uh, actually gave more credit to Trish and Becky's steel cage match than I did when I first saw it. Because first of all, I came home May. My ankle was swollen. I just, <laughs> I just came back from... <laughs> exactly. I, 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 exactly. I took out the wrong damn thing. My ankle was swollen. I just came back for the family reunion. I had to go do some other shit for for other people. When I was already off, I was already irked and annoyed. And I came back into my into my door. Just kept you know leaning on my ankle, no matter how many times we we, we told her no and stuff like that. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck this right now. And I had to, I had to why I just so happened to be the opening match. But I went back and watched the day, and I was like, okay, I was a little bit too rough on this matchup. But that matchup, the Steel City Street fight, I enjoyed the Grayson Waller effect, um, and I and, and parts of the main event I did. I mean, I, I'll get to my thing. Uh, Prime, real quick, if I can ask your opinion, did you enjoy the main event? Because did, every time you see this move, you always think it's match of the year. So I'm just curious. You said what? Every time you see Shinsuke do the Kinshasa, Kinshasa to the back of the head, you'd be like. I'm good with no matter what Shinsuke doing his matches. So he did it to several rounds yesterday. I was like, so how did you feel about that main event? No, he gotta do it. He gotta do it like how he did to the AJ. You can't just do it. You gotta kill him. With yeah. it. That's what I mean, do. you do know Shinsuke is like in his forties now, right? Shinsuke ain't doing a. He, he can ain't still doing. Do that. So what? He can still do it. I don't he think just, Shinsuke, see, I don't think wants to go back to go back to that strong style. Form. No, not the Sean style, just the just the just the one to the back of the head, you know. Cause like Shinsuke has so many different variations of the King Shots. He can do it standing up, he can do it while they kneeling, he can do it, you know, while they sit. He can do it all like that, but like the one to the back of the head, you just gotta like have a certain amount of oomph to it. And he just haven't been giving that oomph to it. You mean, so mean kind of like a Kenny Omega's V trigger? Yeah, like you got to like because, go in. You can't, because, you can't halfway do it. Because Kenny be cutting, cutting uh, ninjas' heads off with that. Yeah, he he he, he, he do. So you can't just do a regular knee strike. You got to like you know V trigger, make them look like they get knocked out. Yeah. Well, uh, so I said pay- payback was yesterday, and I I thought it was a decent show. Uh, Q overall, before we get into it, how'd you feel about the show? Um, way better than I assumed it would be. Yeah, definitely way better than I assumed it would be. Um, yeah, yeah I, I won't get too much to detail yet. Uh, let's just let's just get to the show. Probably, did you end up seeing payback or, or liked it or didn't like it? Uh, it was okay from what I saw. Okay. And Lacey, she wasn't really watching too much. Uh, I mean, I saw enough of it to say it was it was okay okay i mean i can tell you and and uh our friend that was over here last night 
it wasn't wasn't care for the main event too much. Oh yeah, it just felt like I turned away to do something else, sort of get up, and then I'm like, damn, it's still on. <laughs> I know that sounds horrible, but this is how it felt. Well, starting off, they did. Uh, they they had Trish Stratus taking on Becky Lynch's steel cage match. Uh, this is Trish Stratus' first steel cage match. And of course, Michael Cole brings up the history of that. Remember, does anybody remember what the first steel cage match was between between the women? We talking about no. Uh, oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Me, y'all. No, it, ew, no. It was, uh, <laughs> even when she was young, no. It was Raw Roulette in two thousand three. Mm. Oh lord. Lita versus Victoria. I was about to say, is it what's her face's favorite match? Who? who, who? <laughs> you funny. Uh, no, yeah, it was a uh, Lita versus Victoria in a steel cage at Raw Roulette back in two thousand three, and that was the first uh, women's steel cage match. Believe it or not, they said, "Man, yeah, I, I doubt." You know, saying they was gonna have you know anything for May Young in there. May Young was out here fighting around chicken coops. If that's the case, they wouldn't. <laughs> no fucking suitcase. You just <laughs> fight the rap. I'm talking about. I'm talking about eighty year old man, young too. Uh, uh, Throwing off the top. I'm about to say. I thought that's funny. Talk so she died it with the chicken wire. She got thrown off the top. Come on, she took a power bomb from the stage. I think she can have a cage, man. Took a good, nice, good, nice, safe power bomb. You damn skipping. So, Trish and Lee, uh kicked things off. In the st- uh, steel cage matchup, uh, in the beginning, like I said, it was more just you know the back and forth exchange and stuff like that. And uh, God, you you know I I hate Becky Lynch's offense, like you know say she gets no air and anything all, all the shit shit that she does. But uh, it was a pin or escape uh, of the steel cage. There was a couple of times that that Trish tried to escape uh, of the steel cage. They did do they did do some uh, some. Pretty decent spots where Trish escaped the cage and Becky Lynch gave her a power bomb for a near fall. Even Trish giving her the the uh, stratisfaction. Trish took a beating in this match. Did anybody see her face? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I was like, yo, Becky was fucking her face up. and arms. Bruised her. Like Trish is forty seven years old. And I and I was just like, damn. At the end, I was like, I can see the age. And I could also see the bro. I was like, yeah. I was like. Trish, you know, I, I'll give you props for that because Be- Becky was whooping your ass. I'm just saying in that one. Uh, but they, they they did help build it on there with some near falls. Trish tries to even do a bulldog from from the top rope, and, and Becky still kicks out. Uh, one of the highlight spots that they had was on top, they were fighting, and Trish was uh, like on that little metal part of the steel cage. I call this the Rick Rude spot. If anybody remembers, when he used to he used to fall on the cage, he keeps his legs up there wrapped, and he'd be upside down mm-hmm. in the cage. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was that old school Rick Rude spot. She does that when Becky hits her, and Trish falls back to the opposite side of the cage. And uh, I was like, okay, that, that was that was pretty cool. Then Becky picks her up, just gets her over for the rotation, and gives her a superplex from the top, and then. I was like, okay, this is a uh, this is getting pretty good right now. Uh, 
Hey, cause I, I ain't know she gonna hit it. Cause I, th I really thought Becky was gonna drop Trish like literally right there on her on her fucking head. Cause she wasn't getting that, that, that rotation good enough. But uh, she finally did it. So, meanwhile, uh, Becky go. Uh, who's it? Zoe Starks. She comes down, and she tries to help Trish get out the cage, and she's like pulling Trish. And while Becky's pulling her also. And then Becky pulls her back in. But then as she goes to close the cage door. That's when Zoe Starks hits Becky Lynch in the face uh, with the cage door. Trish rolls her up. And but Becky kicks out. Then Becky hits that terrible manhandle slam on Trish. Then Zoe Starks, you know, because the cage wants to keep everybody out. Goes and breaks up the pin on uh, Trish. And then now... Becky comes in there and beats the beast and just locks them both in the in the cage with her. And as yeah, see, this is the only thing that threw me off though, because I thought Lita was gonna come, because Lita got to get her lick back. Not no more. Uh, Clearly off, not. Off, off, off all because she turned on. You know what? Trish turned on Becky though, but she hit Lita. Yeah, but she, she. But remember, Lita got attacked backstage. Oh, that's oh, that's right. Oh, I do not need to. Okay, y'all. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why, like it threw me. I'm saying like, well, right, here come Lita. And nothing happened. Yeah, I, I thought Lita would have been came back because it's been oh, Trish and jo Zoe versus just Becky this whole time. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm thinking, all right, it's the pay per view. That's it. I guess Lita coming back now. I guess we're wrong. I thought this will have a tag match at SummerSlam, but they didn't. So I'm like, uh, anytime now, but I guess Lita just ain't coming back. So. Yeah, well, you, I'll pull you. you already know that the day was already pissed about SummerSlam. Well. <sighs> So, uh, Becky used to manhandle Sam with Zoe Sarks and thank God for Zoe Sarks knowing how to sell. Then, uh, she goes and catches Trish and it gives her a manhandle stand from the top row and wins the matchup. After the match, Trish gets all in Zoe Sarks' face. Zoe Sarks like, I ain't taking this shit no more. Closes the gate, gives, uh, Trish her flipping GTS or flipping knee to the face. I, I was like, oh, I'm glad Trish was able to, able to take the move, but... Uh, Zoe Starks has broken away from Trish. This rivalry is done. Give me your thoughts. I think uh, Trish is either going to retire again or just gone for a minute. Because she said for the ever since this feud with Biggie started, I want to have a cage match because I never had it before. Uh -huh. And then they, yes, they, finally, they finally gave her a cage match. So I'm like, and they finally gave her a cage match. I think that's it. Either that's I, I, it for her, or she just goes do something else. I mean, she's had a cage match. She's had her first ladder match. I mean, you know, Trish, Trish was winning uh, this year. I'm not saying the feud sucked, and I still say I still stand by it that the feud sucked. But I felt so they they closed very nicely. And, you know, it, like you said, it ain't how you start; it's how you finish. And I think I'm like, if Trish wants to retire right now, I think she's well with you know well well within her right to do that. Well, no, Trish, Trish said she quote unquote going to retire. So I think Trish will just go away. Not retire. Because she's going she, she to come back. It's something. So. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know what it's, it's at for her, but this rivalry is done. I mean, she could probably still go, but I'm like, babe, this is her last match. This is a great match to go out on. This is a good this match was... to leave out on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so it's a Charlotte match. I mean, I, I agree with that, but, but I'm saying, but right now, this is up up the ante. I think this was better than the Charlotte match. Oh yeah. I think I think this was this is better than, better than the Charlotte match. Trish got a first cage match. I'm like, so now it's like I don't want to see Trish in no hell in the cell. I definitely don't. 
I mean, I'm glad she got her cage. I'm glad she got her little ladder, stuff like that, because she sucked in that money in the bank ladder match, to be honest with you. But I'm like, but right now, Trish don't have nothing else to prove. And I, I think now she has shown that she has gotten a little bit better with hanging with, you know, these women of today, because, like I said, the women in her era were not that great. So Trish right now has, has like, nothing to prove. So if she wants to end it right now, I'm all, I'm all for that. Yeah, I'm for that too. I will say, um, there's a particular shot of uh, Trish going viral right now. Uh, to that, to that, to that fan, you are a lucky man. Cause I, I listen, I would have folded. All right, you hear me? I would have folded when she got in that man face and said, "Shut the fuck up." I said, "Oh, yes, man. she ain't even talking to me." Yes, man. I, I, I about to say I would have folded up like an Autobot. Listen. <laughs> What a one away. Uh, John Cena comes out because he's the host of Payback. That's the thing. And John Cena said, look, I've been everything from an actor to wrestler to a fan to all this stuff. I've never been a host. And I was like, all right. What the hell? Miz comes out. They, they have some banter back and forth. And he said, I know, you know, I guess, uh, I know you were talking about this about LA Knight, Pants of the Crowd. I expect this from you. I'm just like, that's all John Cena does is pan it to the fucking crowd. Honestly. And if I say so, what the hell you talk about, Miz? Whatever the case may be. But now, John Cena says he's going to be a referee for the next matchup, which is between him and L.A. Knight and Cena doing the year. I'm like, yo, Cena, stop doing the air. Don't take this away from L.A. Knight right now. Yeah, I know you. I know you. I know you're doing this way to, you know, to, to put him over, which, shit, Cena did more to put L.A. Knight over than he did Theory, just saying. <laughs> yeah, so how much comments they had in Theory. But uh, L.A. Knight comes out. Huge ovation. Mm-hmm. L.A. Knight, man. LA, yeah, people was feeling it. People was feeling it. Uh, this match went on way too long. This match went on, in, in my personal opinion, entirely way too long. And I understand they only had six matches, so they was trying to give each match, like, time. But this shit went on, like, 15 minutes. And I felt like every minute of that. And I was like, isn't the Miz like a jobber now? Like, or a glorified jobber, how, how you want to put it? I was like, I mean, Ellie, I'm not saying no, he had a squash. He'd be a, uh, he'd be a gatekeeper. Sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but I'm like, but as of right now, you could you could have just, we could have just been fine with 10 minutes. And that would have been fine. And there was all the stare down between Ellie Knight and John Cena. And John Cena pulling Ellie Knight off and... Uh, of, of, you know, kicking too much ass. And Johnson is a, is a referee. I'm just saying, he sucked. But, um, <laughs> but I think what, what, what was funny is Johnson trying to take off his shirt on the stage. Did, did, did you see that? Mm-mm. Okay, so, but by the way, Ellie and I was in the Buff Force trauma. But at the top of the stage, Cena has this thing. I don't know if y'all remember this. When Cena takes off his his shirt, he grabs like the one arm sleeve and he just yeah, and he does the take does the like pull. How the hell he does that? I don't know. I did it once. Like it's weird though. I've I've done it. Like they how showed, do you do that? He, he like pulls it. I, it's weird, man. Like cause, cause I've definitely done it once. Yeah, I, cause I I'd be like, yo, bro, how, how does that shit go over the neck and the and the other arm? I'm like, how does he do it? I don't know how he does it, but that should be like one swift motion, whoop, whoop, 
and it comes off. He tried to do that with the referee shirt, but that shit was a little bit too tight. They, they, he just took it off over his head. He was getting frustrated. But that's when um he, he goes up there and the other night stares him down. And he shakes his hand and hold raises. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all don't know how to do the, how to do the scene of shirt takeoff? No, I, I don't. Do. I, I really I don't. I do. I just, I can't do it right now. Like, but I, I've done it. I don't yeah, it's cry. Just like, you just, it's like you got to just like. Nah, it's like it's one weird. it's one motion but he do it he do it quick he just like kind of put his arm on the sleeve and then like then take it off it up. yeah 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 oh it, my god it, that's like that's literally how I take all my shirts off like <laughs> like well somebody got, somebody got to teach me that joke I'm like, I'll be sitting there thinking like how does he do that with the it take it off by the okay 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 question then cause question so how do you take your shirt do you do one arm one arm or do you just lift it like how do you okay so the way I take off my shirts is I we are not about to tell this podcast how we take our shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm done. I just, I just want to know. These people want to hear about payback and yeah, all payback, in and all okay. out. So, like, so real quick, I, I just want to know because because I literally do the Cena shirt or if not the Cena shirt, I do the uh, the the, the was it Triple H where he Triple H he just lifted from the bottom and then just like roll it up. No, I, I'm the kind of guy that you know bends bends the one arm into the sleeve. And then take it off off my head off off that way. That's how I, that's how I do it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought people was doing the Cena shirt takeoff. I did not. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. I don't. I I didn't know. I didn't know anything about that shit at all. Uh. So yeah. But um. Next up, we have for United States Championship, Theory taking on Rey Mysterio. The match was fine. Hold hold hold. In a what match? For for the United States Championship, in a, in a what match? A regular match. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I, I thought it was a cinnamon touch crunch oh, match. Oh, it was oh my god! Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're absolutely right because you know Rey Mysterio. They be like, oh, branding time. That yeah, cause that shit was annoying going all around the banners. And they probably made a cool million for that, but yeah, it was the it was the definitely the uh the cinnamon toast crunch match, and it was it was fucking everywhere. And I'm just yeah, like, my, oh, that's, my, every time they have like a every time they have a sponsor <laughs> match with Mysterio, and it's like all over the ring, my uncle. <laughs> yo, yo, I'm telling you, when Endeavor get in here, we about to have like like a uh, an AEW when they be putting like the the branding on the on the ring mat. Mm-hmm. You know, they had like Cracker Barrel all in the corners. I'm like, oh, this shit is way too much. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, uh, the uh, the match was was I, I thought it was solid because first of all, Theory is a is a good wrestler. I've been watching Theory when he was in involved, and him and Mysterio uh, do good at um, you know, uh, w- with each other. But Mysterio uh, rolls Theory up after. A failed attempt to go for the A-Town down and he wins the matchup as he should have because it's going to be Mysterio and Santos. I don't know if they're going to wait to WrestleMania, but it's going to be Mysterio and Santos at some point and I think it's going to if they can hold off to WrestleMania, that'd be good, but it, by WrestleMania, it may, it may be the third match. I don't think it's going to be the first match. I think Jimmy and Jay are going to be the first match. But uh, Santos, I, I think when Carlito come back, whenever he's supposed to come back, and they turn on Mysterio because right now even Santos has not even shown an inkling of being jealous of Mysterio right now. Right, I thought it was going to happen when they had him on the shoulders. I'm like, okay, we about to 
evolutionist. Nope. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't they're going to continue to do the slow burn, and I think uh, I think the first match may be like an exhibition match between the two. Then uh, it's kind of like, like how they did the Eddie and Raymond Steel thing because they did that with WrestleMania. Like the exhibition was at WrestleMania 21. Then they had uh, the Great American Bash when it was like you know to, to reveal the secret, and then SummerSlam was the ladder match that ended kind of ended the feud. So I can see it being like that. They just want to take their time and really get Santos in there as a heel, bring Carlito back, whatever that's going to happen, you know, all that kind of stuff. Next up, which I think was, in my personal opinion, the match of the night, which was the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a Steel City street fight. I thought that this was the best match on the card. Before match I get, of the night. Oh, I was saying, your opinion was a match tonight also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this thing was crazy. Uh, this thing was brutal, and this is how this this is about as brutal as it's going to get for a WWE show. And this also is a better tribute to Terry Funk than, it, than that shit they had on SmackDown. Or early on, they're just you know did, did, did back and forth with the weapons. Finn Balor takes out a terrible towel. And you know we in Pittsburgh, they ain't like any of that. And Kevin Owens, and they said they're all fighting. Sami Zayn does a tope with a tie rope and clears them all out. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Kevin Owens rips off his KO shirt to reveal a Terry Funk shirt that, that he had on there. And then, uh, so he, he set a trash can. And then after that. What'd you say? I was going to say, after that, then he revealed a John Moxley shirt and just started. Oh, yeah. You, that, that's damn right. Uh, he puts a trash can on top of Finn Balor. They both go back and forth with the kendo sticks and stuff. Uh, as it goes in here, like I said, I can't go scene for scene for breakdown. Dom comes in. And Dom is starting. Is helping uh, Judgment Day out. And they start fighting to the crowd. When he fights to the crowd, they have a tight, uh, uh, like a tight look on Judgment Day. And then when he turned around, they see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in Pittsburgh Penguins hockey jerseys. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Owens, I don't know when the hell this shit happened, but he's busted open. Like, Crimson Mask busted open. They said he did it while they was down there changing. He cut himself? What, what did he say, man? They saying they saying he shadow bladed. Because, you, you know, that, that's not allowed no more. So, I don't know what was going on but they came and then they uh had the hockey sticks and everything and started beating up dom on the stage and started beating up both uh a, a Balor and priest later on in the matchup uh sammy Zayn hits a uh a blue thunder bomb to finn Balor on a pile of chairs that looked like it sucked but you know it, it really looked good priest comes back in and uh clears clears him out with, with a hockey stick Dead Priest gives us. They, they have, you know, Kevin Owens can't have a match without him having some folded out chairs. So Priest gives Sami Zayn a Falcon Zero on those like it's four folded out chairs all faced in on each other. Not the not the spine that Adam Cole does, which is stupid. But the, you know, uh, ha- having them out. Uh, but uh, Kevin Owens throws a chair at them and then breaks it up. Then the fight goes back out into the crowd near the pre-show table. Back where you know the remember, I mean, that's how I seen people fight on the pre-show tables when Roman Reigns powerbomb AJ Styles on it. 
back when they had the Extreme Rules match like in 2016. Uh, Zane. No, there's something after that. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. The Shield. The Shield. That's okay, The Shield. That's right. That's right. You, you are right about that. Uh,. As if I out to the crowd, Kevin Owens, uh, oh, he sits at this table right there at the balcony. Oh, by the way, Kevin jumped, jumped off the, the preacher table to a tope on, on the bottom of all of them. But back to Kevin Owens, he sits up a table right there where one of the uh, exes in, in the, the, the Gaudi Arena is at, you know. And I was like, I'm getting Jeff Hardy 2000 vibes here. He puts Don on Huh? I didn't trust it because, like, he couldn't even stand up there because, like, he had to keep holding on the fast shoulder. I was like, oh, bro, you good? Exactly. Like, exactly. I was like, what is he doing? So he gets, he climbs up on the balcony, holds it to his fan shoulder for assistance. Then he goes to Swanton's uh, Dom, and he just made it. And obviously, he's still nah, overshot. His tailbone, his tailbone hit that floor. Yeah, but you heard a thud. And I was like, yikes. Yikes. Because me and Q was talking about that on the chat, and, and Prime, you came in and was like, what happened? I was like, oh, Kevin Owens, just, that tailbone is done. Mm-hmm. He just, he, like, he didn't catch, like, all of Jeff Hart with the whole body. He's like, his head caught Dom. And I was like, bro, if he had overshot that on pay-per-view and uh, in front of all the people, oh, God, he would never let himself down. Meanwhile, back in the ring, uh, Sami Zayn is giving exploders to everybody, gives exploders to David Priest. Gives him a halluva kick. Kevin Owens finds a way to, 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 to crawl his ass back into the ring. But as he's going for the cover, Jaden McDonough comes out. And he starts attacking Sami Zayn. And, you know, Jaden uh, McDonough, that's Finn Balor's boy. And, you know, he helped train him. So it's like, okay, uh, it, he been wanting to try to get into the judgment day. So by prove his loyalty to him. Well, Kevin Owens like, yo, we're not having that. You thought Kevin Owens hurt his tailbone? Kevin Owens goes for a pop-up powerbomb on J.D. McDonough, and his back just cracked. Because it didn't it didn't break off the announce but he, like, the, the announce folded him in half. And I was like, somebody check on that man's back. Mm-hmm. That got to suck. So as Kevin Owens Speaking is... Speaking of lower backs. Uh, well, Kevin Owens is walking away after doing J.D. McDonough, and then... <laughs> Oh, mommy. Mommy comes out and spears Kevin Owens through the barricade. I have no problem with Rhea Ripley spearing anybody. I could have wished I could have been Kevin Owens at that point. But she came <laughs> out of nowhere and she speared Kevin Owens right through the barricade. And the fans got a pop for that. I was just like, don't Rhea got a match coming up? That's what I said. <laughs> like, Rhea, what, baby, what the fuck you doing? Uh... But the only part I didn't like. I'm like, bro, how you interfering in a street fight and you got a match coming up? I mean, honestly, to Rhea's credit, I think that just show how how like how uh not bothered she is by by uh, Raquel. She oh. just say, yeah, I'm gonna start here. I, I I got this other match in the bag. I'm cool. I'm chilling. You right? I can't argue with you on that one. You right about that one? Uh, I come a light night. If she was facing like any. Any any threat to get with like they not using Raquel as a threat right now. Like if she, if she facing like anybody from Lilburger to Natalia to anybody like that, I I would have she I would have had her come out of the whole match. Like you right. You know. Towards the end, 
Uh, Kevin Owens is taken down. Sami Zayn goes for the Huluva kick on uh, Finn Balor. And then as he goes for the pin, J.D. McDonough comes in with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, it was a Dom. It was one of them. That hit uh, Sami Zayn in the back of the head with the briefcase while he was on the pin. And he falls over and Finn Balor just rolls over. And they win. Judgment Day has all the gold. Yeah, yeah, my points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, Dom is North American champion. Finn and uh, Priest are the Undisputed yeah. Tactic champions and, and, yeah. and Senior Money in the Bank. And yeah. Rhea Ripley is the women's champion, women's world champion. My points is going up. And, and I just won another title tonight. Oh, my points is going up. Oh my yeah, god! Oh yeah, you yeah. I, when I calculate them drones, it's, it's gonna be nutty. It's gonna be straight nutty, but yeah. Yeah. Nah. Um. Match of the night. Um. Didn't expect them to win. That's that threw me for a loop. You know, honestly, they, they had to get a win sometimes because I was like, Judge Day has been getting, or at least Finn Balor has just been getting beat, and I'm like. Eventually, they, they, they well, I figured JD was going to be the reason they lost. Okay. Honestly, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess this is where the separation comes at. Honestly, I thought JD would join here. I think he's going to join on on Raw on on Monday. But like, what would happen? Like, okay, but let's just let's just say if this happens, right? If JD was to join. And it'll be JD and Finn with the tag titles, and then somehow Priest gets it on Seth or whatever. I mean, I thought Priest was gonna probably cash in tonight, but I, 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 I'll get to that part. But uh, it's a it's a possibility because honestly, I think JD is there because I think Judgment Day is gonna be in a war games. They haven't announced it yet, but I do think that they may do a war games again. If they do, JD being uh, part of Judgment Day for four, for four of them. Okay, you know, unless it's, I don't think they're gonna have a, a, a like a mixed war game special with Rhea in there. Would it be crazy? Sure, but that's not happening. That's not happening at all. But uh, but I, I think that's I think that's why I think that's why JD is here. I think and then they're gonna probably do a war game thing. And I think eventually Finn Balor's gonna be the one that's gonna be out. And JD is gonna take his place, and Priest gets that. Now I don't know if they're gonna give Priest the world the world championship. Cause I think Gunther's gonna be next in line to take it off for Seth. Honestly, and I don't see Gunther experiencing a cash in and losing his championship. But I I, I can see somebody like Priest beating ba- uh, Seth, and then you know then eventually uh, Gunther beating Priest. So. Grayson Waller effect with special guest Cody Rose, which he says could be one of the biggest Grayson Waller effects that there has been. Cody Rose uh, c- comes out big ovation in Pittsburgh, and he, he was about did to Grayson do Waller do the do the say what? Grayson Waller did the whoa. He he did, but he would like- not let my man finish the. So what do you want to talk about? He he cut him off. He he must have got a text from Prime. He, he cut him off, and uh, we're on the banter and all that stuff like that. Cody basically says, look, I have a big announcement. Like, basically, like a surprise. He said, do you watch Raw? Do you watch NXT? Shout out to Carmelo Hayes. 
do you watch SmackDown? He said, what I see on SmackDown are right that need to be wronged. I mean, it's a wrong that need to be right. And whatever political chips I have and everything like that, I use my power to right this wrong. And he said, welcome to the newest member of Monday Night Raw, Jay Uso. And Jay Uso comes down, got a remix of his Uso song. It's Man, just me. What'd you say? It's just me. It's just me. Well, he the, the the fans loved him, and Cody was like, "I'm hope, I'm not making a mistake," because they do they do a little stare down at the bottom, and we know that earlier this year what's been going on between Cody and the Bloodline. But yeah, now, so everybody thinks this is like they getting traded over. I think this is exactly what's happening. I think this, is, and then uh, real quick, uh, Grayson Waller tries to, you know, talk to. Who's uh, Jay about the, what's going on? He just super kicks it right in the face and goes back to just dapping it up with the crowd. I thought it was cool. I mean, Jay was only been going for two weeks. I know he's going to be out a lot longer, but he's on Raw to to, to keep them apart, kind of like how they did Mysterio and Dominic, uh, to keep them apart until WrestleMania, because that's when they're doing the match. They're definitely doing it, Jay and Jimmy at WrestleMania. That's where, where it has to be at. But they got to keep them apart long enough. Instead of being up, being up on the same show, I thought like I thought Jay was gonna stay retired at least till War Games, but I didn't think he's gonna be back now. But this thing's happening. But now, what what do y'all think the hidden meaning is about? Because Cody didn't just bring Jay to Raw just because he's a nice guy. Q, what do you think is happening? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Outside of them getting ready, getting us ready for Cody in Reigns at, in Philly. I don't know. I think this is the seed that is being planted to get us to Cody and Roman too. Yeah. As in, I set the favor. I got you away from the bloodline. And, away, and I know Jay does not like the bloodline no more. And, and to stick it to them, it'd be like, hey, okay, so what happens if Cody don't win the Royal Rumble? And he, he, he can't find a way in for the, the championship. He could be like, "All right, this is my favor. You came to Raw. I'm going to SmackDown, and I'm going to challenge the Tribal Chief for the championship because that's the way you finish the story. You have to finish the story that way. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody knows it's going down that path right now. They've done a decent job of Cody. He has not lost any momentum. I want to keep it going." To uh, you know, and no injuries. Like I said, se- we in September. Once September goes by, the, the the months are going like at least for me. Once September is done, October, November, December, they just all go by in a blur. It'd be like a blur. It'd be like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Like the trifecta be it be here and going so fast, all the time. So, with that being said, I think that it can. You know, hold off, and then, and then by the time December's over, it's time to start building for WrestleMania by you know Royal Rumble and stuff like that. So I think I think that it can be a good year and they can do it. So I like uh, the, the remix was fine. I like the announcement. The fans was really was really uh, hype behind it. Realist in the room, man. Realist in the room. Uh, next up, we had Rhea Ripley taking on Raquel Rodriguez for the Women's World Championship. I felt as though. This match went on way too long. And I felt it. And I think also one of the biggest problems is 
uh, Raquel is not over as a babyface. Nobody believed Raquel was going to win this match. They didn't give enough time to build up Raquel for us to even believe that she was going to win this match. It wasn't going to happen. So, it kind of bored me a little bit. That There was some action at the end. Dom came in, but gets power sent by Raquel. But Rhea hits that riptide, gives her the pin. Sometimes I wish, you know, like you say, everybody gets all the luck. And Rhea retains. There's really not much to add to that match other than it wasn't too long or more. Uh, your thoughts? Um, I I really had, like, a sliver of hope for, for Raquel. I didn't think she was going to win, though. But, like, part of me was hoping she did, like, because, like, yo, you just interfered in a street fight. Why are you still powered up? You feel me? Yeah, so I don't know why man. she's still powered up. Yeah, well, I, guess, I, I guess I guess since they had uh, the Grace Waller effect in between there, that's you know that was giving her time her, her breather basically. Yeah, I guess so, man. Um, I I don't think it was a bad match, but I feel like they could have had a better match. Um, you're right though; they definitely get his time. I'm sitting here like, not for nothing. Eric, like, like, even like with the announced team, they they talking like Raquel couldn't throw everybody in that building too. Like seriously, and also, I don't know if you remember Raquel and Rhea had a match back in NXT, their last woman standing match, and it yeah. was actually really good. Like, like, they got a better match in them. It's just not a. <clears throat> it's it, it wasn't it wasn't tonight, and I think this is gonna be the first of three. I I don't think this rivalry is over because Rhea needs something to do. This is not the this is not the first of three, but I do believe that uh you know they got a better match in them and, and that just wasn't it. And I think that, that, nah, that I think so too. Yeah, that, that that just took too much time. Like that and, and LA Knight in the Miz, y'all could have took five minutes off that match, y'all could have took seven minutes off of this match, and you know, shit, y'all could have probably ended this on like twenty minutes earlier, but you didn't. Uh same goes for the main event. Which was Seth freaking Raw taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. I know about your back. So, <laughs> Ross comes out first, which I don't like when a champion comes out first, but it happens. Because mm-hmm. they want to set up this anime video of Shinsuke taking out Seth Rollins' back. Which, by the way, I felt as though it was a dope video. I do too. My, w- only, my only complaint. Uh-huh. Seth got it. I mean, Seth. Shinsuke got to have his heel song back, man. You, you you like the heel song opposed to the song he got now, the, the, the original? Well, I like I, I like it when, when it's when it's heel. Like he's a heel, you might as well give him the whole rollout, like Yeah, I get it, but also I yeah. I mean I, I get what you're saying, but it, that that song that the fans just love that song. I mean, you shouldn't be a fan favorite. With it's Shinsuke. not wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not wrong with, with his regular song. I just prefer like if he's gonna be heel. Yeah, might as well song. give him. Yeah, give him the heel song. Yeah, I don't know. You know that's my thing just, is though. Why y'all have Great Muda come out if y'all knew Shinsuke wasn't going to do going. nothing? He just right. said that I thought he was going to miss Seth Rollins or something. My man wasn't even geared up at, at, at all. He was just there. I was like, they flew him in there. He was just there. I was like, okay, four and nothing. He was just, he was just there. Uh, I have to say this: the the match I thought was was good, but it wasn't great. 
Yeah, I agree. And I felt as though something was missing from the match. I mean, they, they started beginning with the you know with, with the tie ups and stuff like that, and then we we got out of first gear. So I get to the second gear, but I never thought we got out of second gear. And because I felt so, I, I felt as though the second gear just dragged a little bit too long. They had some high impact moves like like Seth Rollins' frog splash or the Michinoku drive drive from the top rope. I thought all those things was good, even the shots to the back of the head. But it just never got out of that second gear to the point where like the false finishes was was coming in. We got to that next third gear. We just didn't do that. And next thing you know. Seth Rollins to stop on Nakamura, and that's it. One stop. And I, I, I really thought, and then I mean, Nakamura did the whole like leg kick trying to get out, but it, it was a wrap, and it kind of threw me off because this match was this match was damn near thirty minutes. I was like, it didn't need to be thirty minutes, right? And I felt as though like if the great moves out there. I figured that he may help Shinsuke in the fair. They had a match earlier this year on New Year's Day, so I figured that maybe. I really thought that Nakamura could have had a chance to win the win the championship, and maybe even Priest coming out and cashing in, which is another weird thing because when Seth Rollins won, Nakamura's on the outside looking all pissed and pouty, and then it's just like lingering. I'm like, okay, and Seth was really on the back, like his back was really messed up, and I'm like, so if Judgment Day have all the gold now, why not have Priest come get the championship right now? Because he can have the championship. Why not do that? I don't know why in storyline they did not do that. But they did. And it kind of like. I was like this this, this don't make sense to me. <laughs> it don't make sense to me at all. But. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, I just thought it was a good match. Not a great match. I know Nakamura and and Rollins have, better match, have a better match in them. It just never got out of second gear for me. For me to point to, I was just like, man, I'm not even going to talk about these little minute things. And there was no much of it. Wasn't it had that false finish feel like Trisha Becky had, mm-hmm. basically. But overall, uh, I give Payback a B plus or a thumbs up. How yeah, I'm gonna rate? give it. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. Um, because like again, on paper, this shouldn't have been as good as it was. It was like I said, WD has been known. Oh, you know what? I had another complaint too, though. Why y'all ain't give L.A. Knight a mic, man? You know, a good point. Why Miz y'all ain't give that man a mic? Time, L.A. Knight, right. L.A. Knight, Miz, and Cena on the mic. Boy, that would have been incredible. I would love to say, yeah, they, they, they damn sure didn't give L.A. Knight a mic, but they gave him a Cena endorsement. Well, look, Cena here for what? A few more days, so. Uh, Cena, here for, Cena here for a few more weeks. Few more weeks, I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I'm about to say because right now Cena had n- nothing to do because they on strike. He can't act. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's 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 why he's here. That's why he's here because they're on strike. He, he 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 can't do anything. His his other his other form of working so that has been acting or commercials or podcasts. He can't do any of that stuff right now when they're on strike. Nothing. So, let's go to the you know, and beat John Cena again. So, that's basically right. where it's at. But I enjoy, I enjoy payback, guys. I met, and y'all need to go out there and check it out as well, especially the cage match and the street fight. And uh, yeah, those are basic. I mean, you can still check out the main. Event. I thought it was good. It's not great in that in that in that sense. Yeah, no, I agree. 